Hey, welcome to the Metamorphosis Podcast. Jennifer and Val are back here, and we are wrapping up our podcast on Melissa Oil and Enneagram and some of the stuff that we've been having fun geeking out about. This has kind of been our journey of self-awareness, and uh, we've been hearing from other people that they're enjoying it too. So we wanted to give you a few more tools in that day, uh, a few more steps in in growth. This has worked out really well for us, so um, hopefully this will be helpful for you too. Um, the whole point of all the self-discovery, I mean, I kind of think it's fun. Not everybody does, but there is a point to it, whether you enjoy that whole journey and figuring it out or not, is finding out who you are and aspects that you may not have realized about yourself because your whole motivation and how you do your life, um, the way that you move into growth and unhealthy patterns are rooted in this um, discovering of, of who you are and what you're kind of what your wiring is. So in childhood, we pick patterns unknowingly that follow us our entire life. And those include our strengths, but they also include challenges. And just being aware of those give you a healthy blueprint to know if you're moving into growth or if you're moving into stress. And just knowing that alone is so powerful for having the life that you want to live. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we can only change the things that we're aware of. Um, and, you know, for me, I know that, um, you know, my frustrations, I know in general, everyone's um, come from either not realizing how, you know, we're wired or, you know, we sometimes we rely too heavily on our own wiring to solve all of our problems. Um, so once you know what your wiring is, how you work and your motivation for doing things, you really open the door to the ability to change. Yeah. So let's look back at some of the, the numbers in the Enneagram. If you're not familiar, we've covered the Enneagram briefly in a couple of, of previous episodes. The Enneagram is this really, really old description of some personality types. And there are nine different personality types. And um, each one has distinct motivation for how it lives life. And then kind of the patterns or behaviors that emerge because of this motivation. Um, and truly, we're meant to be this... Um, healthy, well-rounded version of our number that we have very distinct skills. You know, we took the Strengths Finder test. doTERRA encouraged wellness advocates to take the Clifton Strength Finders test, and we all discovered our top five strengths. And they say to grow in your strengths and don't pay so much attention to your weaknesses. And what I have found out, I had an issue with that at first, and I was like, well, you know, my, my weakness is consistency, and that is definitely holding me back in life. And I was struggling with how do I not address this consistency? But what I figured out through the Enneagram is that we grow through our strengths and also through surrender, which we'll talk about in just a second. And we end up making this loop around back to our weaknesses and then um, are able to address those weaknesses from a healthier point of view instead of zoning in on the weaknesses and only focusing on them and becoming frustrated because of what we aren't. So that makes so much sense. Yeah, here are a, here's a quick review of the numbers of the Enneagram, and I'm going to break them down based on the heart centers, the people that uh, live and breathe through their emotions, the head centers, and then the body centers. So the heart centers are the Enneagram numbers two, three, and four. Um, twos are your just typical love, like people that love, just they have so much compassion and affection for everybody in the world. Um, and that is their strength. That is their superpower, their ability to love. However, they also have this strong need for love. And so they create this love in the world. And sometimes they don't receive that back because they're so gifted at it. Um, 
and maybe everyone else around them is not, that they're not receiving back the level of love they're giving. So sometimes it can lead to bitterness and frustration for them. Yeah, they don't know how to ask for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they, they struggle with loneliness a lot too, because they have that need for that love and the love should, you know, come somewhat from the inside, but they seek outward love. And then threes have this need for success. And they're also very talented at being successful, whether it be in a sport or a competition, they're highly competitive people in business. Um, they have this need for success that sometimes drives them a little too hard um, to the point of being unhealthy, um, competitive to the point of maybe, um, you know, self-seeking. Um, and then a four has a need to be unique. These are the artists of the world. They make the world beautiful, the fashionistas, the poets, the singers, the songwriters. Um, but they also have this strong need to be unique that they don't want to be like anyone else. And so they um, kind of struggle with their identity. They're, it's always like changing because they want to be the unique person in the room. But they're already incredibly unique people when they realize who they are. Uh, fives, we're going to get to the head centers. So fives, six, and sevens are your brain-centered people, the thinkers of the world. The fives have a need to understand everything, everybody. <laughs> From a very logical standpoint, uh, standpoint, not necessarily from an emotional standpoint. However, these are the people that a lot of um, others come to them for answers and for explaining things. They have a need to understand, but they also have a great gift for understanding because they spend so much time thinking. Sixes also spend a lot of time thinking, but a lot of what they're thinking about is how to create security for everybody in their life because maybe they lack security in some sense as a child and they have this constant need to know that there is security for everyone. Um, they'll focus a lot on outward security for others and also kind of neglect themselves, which can look a little bit like a two, but the motivations are just a little bit different between a six and a two. Sevens need spontaneity. They need fun and freedom and lightheartedness. And uh, but sometimes they will avoid uh, looking deeper into their emotional issues because they think it's a little too painful. So if I can just keep life fun and lighthearted and free, then, um, you know, I can avoid the painful things, but sometimes the answers are walking through and looking at the painful things to, to find freedom. Body centers are eights, nines, and ones. Eights have a need for control. They want, they're really good at actually influencing people to do things. They're great leaders, um, but then when things aren't going their way, they hit a wall of frustration because they can't control the situation. Nines have a need for peace. They want everybody around them to be happy, no confrontation. Um, and they're great peacemakers, but sometimes peace doesn't come, you know, without some kind of co confrontation and communication about things that are happening. So that also becomes their weakness. And then ones are great organizers and perfectors and, um, you know, event planners and all of this stuff. They're so good at anything that needs perfecting or organizing or heading up, but their need for perfection sometimes um, makes them very self-critical, which is very demotivating in life and kind of steals from their creativity and their motivation. So those are your nine Enneagram numbers. And you may have heard yourself in one of those, but we'll talk about later how to identify your number a little bit more clearly. Okay. Yeah. So once you find your number, um, one of the cool things is once you know your strengths and weaknesses, you know 
um, kind of what makes you tick, what your motivations for different things are. Um, you, you know, you might have things that you want to go or just anytime you want to connect in prayer with God. Um, there's certain ways that each number, the different numbers, whether they're heart, head or body, um, that our bodies need in order to really connect. And um, so we're going to talk about the different prayer postures that each um, body type or each type needs. So for the heart types that we talked about earlier, they, um, they really need isolation. They're so busy trying to serve and connect um, heart wise with other people. And so in order to really be able to connect with God, they not always, but it's super helpful to have that isolation, to spend some time alone and to be able to focus in and not be serving someone else, but just actually be filling your own heart up. And I think think that they, they're, you know, your gift is you want to spend most of your time in your gift, but just 15 minutes a day of of surrendering your gift, Mm -hmm. 15 minutes a day of doing this thing that's uncomfortable for you will allow you the rest that your heart needs. So. Absolutely. And a couple of oils, you know, if it's really hard for you, if your heart center, it's really hard for you to just be alone for a little bit. Um, try oils like geranium and bergamot. They're going to really help you be able to um, surrender and let go for just a little bit so that you can, um, so that you can feel better and um, kind of get recharged. Okay. So for head centers, um, head centers are always thinking. So what you really need is silence. Um, the oils that are great for kind of pulling you out of your head and helping you, uh, kind of quiet your mind from thinking are Arbor Vitae and patchouli. And you can put those on the bottom of your feet and it'll just help your, your brain stop ticking for a little bit so that you can get in that posture to be able to hear, um, from God more clearly. And for the body centers like myself, we need stillness. We're always moving, always thinking about the next thing that needs to be done. Um, it's really hard to actually just sit still because the to-do list is way too long. Um, but we need that stillness in order to connect. And so when I need to be still, I'll go get my vetiver out, my in-tune, in tune is a blend for focus that doTERRA makes. And I'll just apply those to the back of my neck or the bottom of my feet and then just get still. And that is incredibly, um, it's, it just is, oh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> if I knew how to make it stop on my computer, well, got a little phone ring in the middle of, um, <laughs> the, uh, podcast, but that's all right. So all that to say, it's incredibly refreshing to get still and to go against what your natural inclination is so that you can get refreshed and then go back to what you're strong in. Yes. So, um, yeah, the refreshing, that's the key word right there. It's uncomfortable to go there, but it's where we get refreshed, um, to go back out there and then keep using our, our strength to do the things in the world. So if, um, if this is intriguing to you and you're like, okay, I I think I might know what my number is, or maybe I took a test and it gave me a number, but I just don't know. Um, There are a lot of free tests out there. One of them that I particularly like as a free test, now you can pay for the paid test, but even still then sometimes people get a number that they're not really identifying with. Like, well, I see that aspect, but we all carry aspects of all the numbers. So you're going to see an aspect of yourself, but there should be one number that when you read it, you are like, okay, yeah, that's, that gets down to the core of why I do what I do. It's all about your motivation. 
And there's one test, it's on yourenneagramcoach.com. And our friend Elisa is actually working on creating her own test. And it will be awesome when it's ready. But um, try this one for now. I'm going to put all of these steps that we're about to talk to, to talk about in a document on our website, valengine.com. So um, if you're driving or doing something, you can actually go to our website and find these steps that we're about to mention. So you can go to this website, yourenneagramcoach.com, and take her quiz. And she has this great, like a one sheet with all of the Enneagram numbers on that with kind of bullet points of the needs and the motivations of each number. And looking over those, you'll probably find at least a couple that describe you better. And then my personal recommendation for a website to find a longer uh, description is uh, the Enneagram Institute. And you can just type in Enneagram number and it's usually one of the very first Google results that pop up and you can click there and just click on each number and read through them. Um, and if you're not sure, it's kind of, it's good to talk it out with somebody and say, you know, do I do these things? Do you see them in me? Because sometimes we don't see ourselves very clearly. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're working toward. Um, these steps I'm about to give you are to raise your awareness so that you can not only see yourself more clearly, because like we said, the point of doing all this is to have a blueprint to know, oh, when I do this, that's my, that's my red flag. That's when I know I'm getting in the danger zone of becoming too stressed and overwhelmed and I'm on an unhealthy pattern in my life. And when you're in an unhealthy pattern, everything around you just doesn't work right. Um, so pinpointing these things keeps you growing in a healthy direction because the Enneagram actually has arrows. It's kind of complicated to look at, but you literally have a direction that you're either growing in stress or you're growing in growth. And we want to keep focusing on growing through our strengths. Um, so the first step is to take the Enneagram test, look over the um, options on that your Enneagramcoach.com on that sheet that she has that just defines each one of them. Um, find a couple of people to mention this to and say, hey, I've, you know, take the, take, taken this test. I found my Enneagram number, I think. What do you think about this? Do you see this in me? And uh, use that person as a mirror to see how accurate that is. And then the next step, we're going to come up with some, we're going to have journaling prompts for you. And now if you're like me, I don't enjoy journaling. I like all of my thoughts to stay in my head. I, I'm not a list maker. Um, some of you may be like, yes, journals, love it. Love dumping all my thoughts on paper. Um, you won't have a problem with this. But the journaling prompts are to help you kind of pull out the deeper thoughts that are just right under the surface and let them bubble up. You're going to find these also on our website, valengin.com, under the resources tab. And the third step, this is going to make this whole journey even more enlightening, more effective, and bring you even more awareness is using Melissa. We've talked about Melissa in the past couple episodes, but just using a drop of Melissa, and this sounds weird and it tastes even weirder, but a (laughs) drop of Melissa on your tongue daily. Now, if you're kind of a weenie and it's okay if you are, just kind of dab the bottle on your finger and then put that on your tongue. I just go for the whole drop. I turn the bottle up and I drip it right on my tongue. And because Melissa is a super enlightening and strong, it's also great to balance that drop of Melissa daily with a drop of frankincense on the bottoms of your feet or the back of your neck. Frankincense is very harmonizing emotionally and mentally. So this makes your whole enlightening process move even faster. Um, and helps things to be more clear for you. So you can do this 21 day journey of 
finding out what your Enneagram number is, pinpointing, oh my gosh, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. Now I see how my life gets stuck in a negative, stressful pattern sometimes. Um, and now I know just the knowing of it is so empowering to know how to change it. Um, journaling out the prompts will help you to let some deeper things rise to the surface, free you up even more to grow into health. And then Melissa just shines even more light on everything that you're already doing. Okay, and I've got some good news about Melissa. So um, Melissa is one of the more expensive doTERRA oils just because it is harder to source. There's about 600 pounds of plant material in one 5 ml bottle. Um, so, but here's the deal. It's always been $135 um, for that bottle, worth every penny, um, but still, uh, it has gone down $20. So it is now $115. So you get a little price break if you haven't uh, bought it yet. So, um, get some Melissa. Now you can always substitute Arborvitae. Um, it's not nearly as powerful as Melissa, but they do have some of the same constituents. So um, you can substitute that. It's much cheaper oil if that is the route you want to take. But I highly suggest getting Melissa and Arborvitae because <laughs> yeah, I use them. really time. not a replacement for it. Yeah, <laughs> but it is, you know, if, if you really don't want to spend the money, you could definitely try that. Um, okay, so for emotions, Melissa is widely used for its ability to bring acceptance and understanding to one's experiencing um, emotional shock, anger, fear, and grief. Um, it is the oil of light, so it restores clarity. And it contributes to the resolution of emotions that are hidden deep in the psyche. Um, it uplifts your spirits and helps assist um, you in discarding any emotions related to mental pain and suffering. And um, it will just help instill joy in every cell of your being. It's the, that's the beauty of doing it, you know, 21 days in a row, you'll, you'll get those results. Now for skincare, it's often added to many skincare um, balms, salves, and lotions, and it's very soothing to all skin types. It's been proven to help with um, skin irritations, um, for eczema and acne. It's antibacterial and antifungal, um, so it allows these conditions to be flushed away by the healing components of the oil. So um, this oil is extremely powerful, powerful, so it's always recommended to dilute when you're using it um, on the skin. And so, you know, a toxic mind is usually mirrored by a toxic body. And so Melissa is going to help us cleanse both. So you kind of get the two for one special. That's so cool. Yes. That's it, awesome. really is. it is. All right. Um, so go check out our website, Val and Jen, Jen with one N.com and go to the resources tab. And if you want to take this 21 day challenge with us using Melissa oil, and if you don't have Melissa oil, um, there are blends that have Melissa in it, like Elevation, Motivate, you know, even Frankincense would, would help. Any oil is going to help bring more clarity to what you're doing. Um, but go to the resources tab and click on 21 day journey and you'll find all the resources and links to find your number, to get the journaling prompts and to go through this so that you can have that blueprint for your life to know if you're growing in stress or if you're growing in growth and that will free you up and allow you to have the life that you're meant to live.